0: This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Okay, good morning. Today's class is the Nishma Gyechma Dianag Vila Fushla Shlomo Shlomo Yamin and Sarah Elisheva Margaliba Shifra Leir Merutuve and and the success of Elisheva Banavaga the El Ben Elisheva eminent Elisheva Shiffer about Elisheva Re'em Makavatova Basha, and today also Fushla Mechana about Ed Hada Edem Gzala. Also, please share and rate the podcast. Today we really have a phenomenal, phenomenal class. I was lucky this morning to wake up really, really early, and I learned a tremendous, a great Gemara, which is part, is part of the Daf and it's. Pretty much this Gemara talks exactly about the Talmud's Law of Attraction. And, if, and, and basically in his Mahizbodidut, I came up with 15 concepts where basically this can relate to us. And it's exactly what's happening. You know, it's, it's funny how this, this whole concept of energy and, and, and I, how much I talk about Tomer Devorah and et cetera. Today I got a gift from somebody. He gave me a 400-year-old a, a Tomer Devorah, the second print. What an amazing print, what an amazing gift. So just any time in life and and when you're in the right energy and you're in the right frequency, you just really, really, really attract, attract the right things in your life. So the Gemara talks about, talks of this Gemara that basically talks about how God runs the world measure for measure. It's pretty simple. God runs the world measure for measure. We speak about the the 10 plagues. The 10 plagues were exactly measure for measure, exactly what Paro did to us. He did measure for measure. And, he talk, and the same thing, the Gemara is talking about the ordeal here, what happens to a woman who's unfaithful, and it talks about when she, God forbid, when she is promiscuous, that measure for measure whatever she tried to do ends up happening to her. So this is how the Gemara talks about this law of attraction concept. And then the Gemara talks about Gemara 9.8 that it says that when the, when the sota when she puts her eyes on what, what is not fit for her, what she thought was not given to her, what, what was in her hand, they ended up taking from her. So here the Gemara tells you something very deep. He tells you, for anybody who sets his eyes on what is not his, what he seeks, they do not give to him. And what, is he, what he has, is taken away from him. Look at the example today. God forbid, how many... How many divorces today are due to immorality? person, God forbid, is looking at porn, God forbid. Look, what happens? You're looking, at other, you're looking at other inappropriate things. Not only do you not get, you lose your wife. You lose your wife. This concept in life, you look at your friend's possessions, not only do you not attract, but you end up losing what you have. This concept here, you have to staple it and tattoo it to your head. It is the most important concept about being, feeling abundant, and acting abundant in life, that when you, when you put your eyes on what's not yours, that kills the law of attraction. Whatever, whenever you're trying to attract something, and I've said this a million times, when you are trying to attract something in your life, when you are not in a good state, you are not going to get it. You're not going to get it, and you're going to lose what you have. And, this is, and Gemara talks about here, right, Gemara talks here, ten examples of this, where this happened. It happened with Cain, Kine. Cain's brother Abel was born with two twin girls, while Cain himself was born only with one girl. Cain wanted to marry the extra twin virgin girl with Abel, instead, what happened in order to achieve himself, he himself became cursed. Korach wanted to serve as a Kohen. What happened? He was swallowed by the earth. Bilam wanted to earn Balak's money. Instead, he ended up dying. Doeg. Arkifhotil, Gezari. Abshalom. Haman. talks about ten cases where all of these people tried to destroy. Haman tried to destroy the Jew. At the end of the day, he was hung. Not only did he get to destroy he was hung. So basically, the Gemara is telling you here, the snake... The snake tried to seduce, and at the end of the day, the snake ended up getting, getting punished. So this teaches you an amazing concept in life, that whatever you're trying to seek, make sure whatever you're trying to seek, you're doing it in a good place. Because if you're not doing it from a good place, it's not gonna, you're not going to only get it, but you're going to lose it. And this is where it's all about, you can see all gamblers, they want what's not theirs. At the end of the day, all the gamblers, they, they end up losing what they have. That's Gambling 101. Gambling is you're enticed to get, take other people's money, get what it's not yours. What happens? You end up losing everything. Gambling 101 is this, is this Gamara's Gambling 101, by the way. no, The house always wins for a reason. Because when you're trying to attract money fast, when it's not yours, you're trying to get something that's not yours, or you're trying to copy somebody, just because you're jealous, you're not going to get it, And whatever you do have, you're going to lose. I cannot tell you how accurate this is today. I cannot tell you how accurate. So this tells you exactly, you know, we always spoke about how the problem ends up becoming the solution and the best way to get into the light is to notice the shadow. Notice the shadow. The shadow is the limitation. So I gave 15 examples today of how this applies to us. <coughs> Actually, 14 examples. How this exactly applies to us. So it teaches us in life if we're not if something is not going right in our lives, we're forced to do two things. Either we're forced to change our procedure or we're forced to change our perspective. Bottom line. Don't and in this Gemara also. It says, I, God, do not change. So here it's telling you black and white. God does not change. But when you're trying to attract something from the wrong way, you will not attract it. Where does this... Let's give examples of how this applies to us today. Number one. It teaches us, you want to make more money? Gamara says, you want to make more money? Give it away. When you give away Maser, you'll become rich. Not... Get not work harder give away more give away more you will be more successful so this is the opposite of envy envy takes your giving here giving it away gives you the opposite number two when you show others mercy measure for measure God will give you mercy so if you're thinking why am I not getting any mercy in this area of my life it's because I'm not giving away mercy period Giving away mercy is related to consciousness. Number three, the more you like to control life, the more your life will be uncontrollable. The more you try to control life, Reb Nachman says, the more you try to control life, the more your life will be unmanageable. The solution is humility, not more control. Just the same way, the more you try to be a perfectionist, because you think that will lead you to happiness, the more miserable you'll be trying to be a perfectionist. We've never seen a perfectionist with a constant smile. You've never seen teeth on on a perfectionist. The more you do his will, the more he will do your will. So at the end of the day, if you really come down to the concept, and I, I was in my deep meditation today, at the end of the day, all we really have to do is pray to be able to do God's will. That's really what you really have to pray for. You have to get to a point in your prayers where you just accept what He wants from you. I want what you want, Hashem. I want to do your will. And at the end of the day, everything else is going to work out. Everything else will work out. Because there's a Gemara that says, when a person does God's will, God will do His will. I mean, is that not obvious? I mean, are we like... Sometimes the answer is right in front of your face, but we are super complicated. If you just think about it, when's the last time you asked God, I want what you want, and things have not worked out for you? Things have only not worked out for you when you want other wills than God's will. When you want an other will. But if you just accepted God's will and said thank you, at the end of the day, that is the greatest form of prayer. To get to a point, because at the end of the day, prayer gets us in a higher consciousness, Where we want what God wants. You should never say Shabbat's not for me. You should never say Tikkun Abrit's not for me. You should never say charity's not for me. You should say, no. You should say, I'm not there yet. I I want to eventually get there. Help me. You should never say it's not for me. When you say it's not for me, then God opposes people to do not for you too. You understand? When you negate His will, people will negate your will. This is where you see the major commitment issues in the single market. They don't want to commit to God's will. Some people don't want to commit to them. It's pretty, I mean, it's that obvious. I hate to tell you. It's exactly the way the Gemara writes it. When you do God's will measure for measure, he will do your will. The whole Torah, the whole Gemara is talking about how when people try to do against God's will, they actually went opposite. Another example. When you make your wife happy, you will have a happy life. You can't be right and be in love. It's not possible. So to the extent where you make your partner happier, you will be happier. Because you are transforming from a taker to a giver. And when you are transforming from a taker to a giver, you are actually fulfilling the Arizal's purpose of your creation. All the transformation in life should be that we should be able to, to receive in order to give. Because if we receive in order to get, then there's no purpose. And again, it's just filling an empty tank. But if we are just becoming the vessel for the light, vessel for the light, receivers in order to give, the same thing. If I think I'm going to be happy without my wife being happy, I'm in delusion. Happy wife, happy life. So to the extent that I spend time honoring her, I end up receiving from her. There's another Gemara that says here that honor comes from your wife Wealth comes from your wife. And also, if you cheat on your wife, you're gonna lose all your money. It's a Gemara, Gemara three or four sota. When a person runs after harlots, he's not even going to have bread to eat. But if you honor her and you're loyal, you will have wealth from her. I mean, one thing I specialize in, one thing in my life, one thing I, I'm very, very, I specialize in is clarity. Here's, with, here's the goal. Now help me get there, God. I'm not there yet. I have a Yetzirah. I have an ego. But at least help me get there. Some people have no goals. They have no clarity. You got to get the clarity down. You can't be free if you don't have clarity. If you don't have that, right, that goal right in your face. There's another thing that Ram Nachman says in lesson 67. Your wife either follows you your soulmate either goes, follows you in your direction, the word derech means direction. When you are Shomer Brit, when you're careful with Shmirat Brit, you're attracting her. When you're not Shmirat Brit, then you're pulling her away. It's not about her. She's either getting attracted to you based on your actions with God, either she's coming to you or she's coming away from you. Has nothing to do with a girl. It has to do with God creating her to like you. You are the problem and you are the solution. Isn't that amazing to have that mindset? Imagine if I walked around and said, I am the problem and I am also the solution. It's a very powerful concept. Why is that a powerful concept? Because the ball's in my court. I'm not gonna blame the shirach market. I'm not gonna blame the girls. I'm not gonna blame, oh, she just wants my money. Oh, she wants this, oh, she's what, this is all BS. This is just giving yourself an excuse so you can feel good about yourself, get to work. work. You are the problem and you are the solution. That should be your daily Hizbodidut. I am the problem and I'm also the solution. You know how refreshing that is? And guess what? There's another Gemara that says, the whole world was created for you. Everything you see in the world is exactly tailor-made for you. Not about you, for you. Now you see why everything else in a, in a lower consciousness does not work? Have we not seen that Clearly. When a person runs after harlots, he will not even have bread to eat. He will be suffering with poverty. Poverty. So you have to understand, there's a price. Everything has a price. Nothing is free. Look what Trump is going after. Look what he's going after. Every, every, so all, every time, it's the woman that catches the guy, in politics, every single time. It's always the woman. I'm just, this is a Gemara. It's not me. It's the one I read this morning. This is exactly, if you want to law, the law of attraction from the Gemara, it's exactly what it is. You do God's will, he will do your will. You don't do his will, he will oppose your will. You want to control life, your life will be unmanageable. You want to be humble, he'll make your life manageable. I mean, it's, that's, that's, that's exactly Gemara. That's exactly what Rabbi Nachman says about Kochma. Another example. The reward for finding a blessing in your life is you will be a blessing for others. Measure for measure, when you see blessings in your life, you say, when you see blessings in your life, the reward will be, you will be a blessing for others. What, what does what a house look like when people are positive? You know, Being happy is not just for you, it's for members of your household, by the way. Why should everybody suffer? because you can't get your things together. Why should everybody suffer? Why does everybody have to take a hit because one person can't get their act together? But when you find the blessing, you will become the blessing. Measure for measure. The reward for finding the blessing is you become the blessing. If you can't find the blessing because you're ungrateful, then everybody else will show, will be against you also. So it's really teaching us what are we doing, what can I fix this, what can I fix consciously in every single situation. Another example, when you pray for others, measure for measure, God will answer you first. God wants you to get out of yourself. He wants you to get aligned with your higher power. He wants you to get aligned with your soul. He wants you to get in light with the light of infinity. And when you connect to the light of infinity, the light of ain't self, everything else hand, it handles by itself. So you, ask, you have to ask, am I connecting to the light of ain't self? Am I connecting to godliness? Am I connecting to the Shekhinah? Am I connecting, is this, what would God do? You know, they always They say, what would Yashka do? What would God do in this situation? There's another Gemara that says, when you look for honor, honor runs away from you. But when you run away from honor, honor runs to you. Look at, look at the world of validation. How much, the more validation I need, the less I'm going to get it. The more I'm going to be thirsty for it. But the less validation and the more authentic I am, the more people come to me has nothing to do with people, has zero to do with people. All of this, you are the problem and you are the solution. That is the key to be free. You can't be free if you don't know what the problem and what the is. Thinking that the problem is, is outside of you is the biggest exile you can have. Because then, you, then you're waiting on dependence, then you're waiting on conditions to change, then you're waiting on this. I am the problem, I am also the solution. If my marriage is not running right, it's because either I'm trying to get kavod, I'm trying to get to to be right instead of being in love, I have to make my spouse number one. Help me God work on that. I'm not telling you this is easy. I just want you to get clarity and get to the point of where you're going to. That's the whole point. The whole point of this is to get clarity. If you have clarity, you have everything. Clarity is power, by the way. If you have no clarity, you have nothing. You don't know what to work on. The same thing. There's another Gemara that talks about when a person judges other people and a person wants a bad thing to happen to another person, what do you think they do? They automatically open up his books. <laughs> <laughs> when you want, when you're wishing others to have punishment, the Gemara says there's three things invoke your sins to be opened. One, asking for your prayer to be answered immediately, expectations in prayer, because it's arrogance, thinking, I'm praying, okay, where's my FedEx ticket? The second one is standing on a, on a shaky wall, putting yourself in a dangerous position. Doing drugs is this evoking judgment. Any time you're putting yourself in a dangerous position, you're invoking judgment. And you're evoking your sins to see if you should be saved or not. It's not good to be audited. And third, wishing for another person to have punishment. Not only do they not get, but you actually are the one who the IRS opens their books. Imagine calling somebody, open up, please audit that person. At the end of the day, you're the one that gets audited. All of these fall into the category of staying in your lane. When you're, when you're in the wrong lane, and you, are, you, end up, you end up in God's lane, which is a lane of judgment, or you end up in the lane of other people's lives, you, you end up getting into major accidents. You know, you're on the road, somebody yells at you, stay in your lane. Sometimes you gotta check your alignment. See, what happens when you have bad alignment, you end up going in other people's lanes, right? You have an alignment issue, you know that you're trying to drive normal and it keeps on going to other people's businesses? You have to get your alignment checked. That alignment means aligned with God's will. When you're not aligned with God's will, you end up in other people's lanes. You play judge, why should he have this money? Why should he have this? Okay, why should he have? Not only are you not going to get. Remember this Gemara. Remember this Gemara. The law of attraction means to be abundant. The, the Gemara's law of attraction is when you are Bismcha, you, you have bitachon. all you have to worry about is two things in your life. Simcha, joy, and trust. That's it. That's your homework your whole life. Work on your trust, your confidence in yourself, and work on your joy. Those two things is the only things you have to work on. Everything else will fall into place. But if you don't have those two things, life becomes a disaster. All problems are from lack of confidence, low self-esteem. Second, lack of joy, depression, anxiety, Addictions. I mean, there you go. I asked myself, what in the world do I need? I need bitachon and simcha. And guess what? Both bitachon and simcha, those two things are magnets. They're magnets to receive. They're magnets to receive. Person with confidence, trust, is successful. Person with happy, you can very few things that can knock him down. Those are the That's the work. That is the work. Everything else you should have absolutely... I don't have time. You should tell people, I'm busy working on my... on, my, on trusting God and having joy. Everything else, I'm too busy. What do you think about it? I'm too busy. <laughs> you should tell people, I'm too busy because I'm busy working on the core. If you have a good core... Imagine, practically, what are back problems all? All back problems, neck problems, glute, no core. People don't have a core. So what happens? Everything else. You're overcompensating. You have a bad core, then your back hurts, your neck hurts, bad posture. That is your core. That is your core. It's that simple. The same thing. What's causing most marriage issues, right? Lack of understanding and too much judging. Too much assuming. Assuming means you make an ASS out of you and me. What is assuming? You're judging. Assuming is a judgment. Understanding is seeing the person's limitation, seeing the whole picture, not taking it personal, do more, do more understanding and less judging. Measure for measure. You understand other people, they will understand you. Another case. When you approve yourself, people will approve you. But if you resent yourself, what happens? People, if you reject yourself, people will reject you. That means rejection is really God showing you that you're rejecting yourself. Rejection is God showing you there's a a portion in you that is being rejected. There's a portion of you that you're holding the light, that you're not not revealing the light of you. It's because you're rejecting the light. So you get rejected. Life is one big mirror. That's why, what are you going to yell at? You're going to yell at the mirror. It's very scary to, 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 to face the mirror sometimes. But that's the only way. This is what we should do his bododut at night, so you don't have to see everything in the... In the you don't have to see everything. Everything won't scare you. But that's what it all is. There's another Gemara. that says, when you turn your ear, when you don't listen to the words of Torah, when you turn your ear from the Torah, then when you pray, God is not going to listen to your prayer. You rejected the ear; God's not going to listen to you. So, at the end of the day, it comes back to this: you got to look at your look. At, you got to look and see. First, you got to acknowledge you're the problem, you're the solution. You have to second. You have to check what you're focusing on. Are you looking at? Are you thinking the problem's outside, or you thinking the problem is inside? At least get in the right. And you have to ask yourself, what area of my life am I, is my life unmanageable and what's causing it? Is it a control issue? Is it a lack of trust? Is it a lack of simcha? And then all you have to do is get realigned. Just like a car. car. When a car is not in the right lane, the car needs to get realigned to be in the correct lane. Otherwise, accidents happen. And if I'm constantly going in other people's lanes, that means I don't have faith. We cannot understand. Moshe Rabbeinu asks why God judges, the, why God punishes the wicked, uh, uh, why, why the wicked prosper. What did, Moshe, what did Hashem tell Moshe? Be silent. Moshe Rabbeinu told him, be silent. There's things that you see that have no explanation, no understanding. There's even a, there's even a, Rabbi says in his Sichot, Sichot Haran, in his book Wisdom, that he says, sometimes... The Satan, he invests a lot of money into a wicked individual in order that he should trap him. He should trap other people. Because if I can give, let's say I give $10 million to a guy who's really, really... Guys are low, guys are low life, guys... But you know what? I'm going to be able to trap 20 guys. Because so look, he's, he's making 20, look at... He's he's not doing nothing, he's making 10 million. So what happens? One investment gets 20, 30 other people to to get trapped. So you cannot understand where people are getting their money from, how they're getting their money, where it'll last, will it not last. It's not your problem. Your problem is you're focusing on other people. And this has been the biggest problem today. And this is why we are walking around with such sadness. You know why we're walking around with sadness? Because we don't have clarity. If you had clarity, you would say, I got to get to work. And the work is, God does not change. And the world will only change when I do. So if I want the world to change in my life, if I want to attract better things in my life, if I want, then I have to do the work. And then when you take advantage of that, then you are free. That is the freedom. If you're waiting for difficult people to disappear in your life, other difficult people will show up. Mm-hmm. Other ones will show up. You understand? So what? You don't get hit with a coconut, you'll get hit with a mango. What's the difference? You're still going to get hit on the head. The What's the difference? Okay, but you're still going to get hit in the head. There will be trees everywhere. There's nothing you can do in life but get better, not bitter. That's all you can do, is get better. And relationships don't get greener. Get, where it's better, you get greener. And, but this is an amazing, this is an extremely important concept. That every single time, and it's humble, when you say, when you say with humility, Creator of the world, I am the problem, I am the solution, then everything else changes for you. And Nachman says this exactly in his Torah. Remember the store here. It's the 249. Hmm. Look at this. I opened it up exactly to the page. Look at that. Look at that. But Nachman says exactly in Lesson 259 this exactly. He says, When a person secludes himself and speaks his peace and his woes to God, confessing and re- regretting the enormity of the blemishes he committed, that he was in the wrong lane, then likewise the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence, faces him, speaks her peace and her woes, consoling him. Because we're in this together. You understand? God is in the problem with you. He wants you to become better. This is because every blemish that a person makes in his soul, he makes also in the Shekhinah. This is the aspect of you declare to God, Oh God has declared to you. You declare to God, and God has declared to you. So when you start praying with a broken heart, you start getting answers. That's what he's saying here. Your heart becomes open. You start getting awareness. Thus, she consoles him. Listen to this. She consoles him. By letting him know that she will seek strategies to correct the blemishes. Isn't that amazing? She will seek strategies to correct the blemishes. When a person has honest prayer, honest talking to his creator. Creator of the world, I want to keep Shabbat, I'm lost. Creator of the world, I want to keep the bridge, I'm lost. Give me a strategy. Here, I have a friend that has a class for you. Here, I have this for you. I have this she will seek strategies. Why? Because your Creator wants you to win more than you do. Every single time that Shefa, the blessing, goes to the other side, it hurts the Divine Presence. Because the Shefa should be intended to you and it has to be sent to the other side. The other side is all the evil forces. And that causes pain. It's like the mother that cannot give breast milk to her child, so she spills the milk onto the sink. This hurts the mother. Because that's the shefa. That's the blessing. That's the light that does not come. So all we have to do is get realigned, stay in our lane, work on our trust and bitachon only, and everything else will change for the better. May Hashem bless us all, but we should all be free by having clarity. You can't be free if you don't have clarity. Have a great day.